Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys. guys. (laughs) We need like a catchy something, you know? Like, I love the morning toasts intro but obviously we have to come up with our own good morning millennials yes if you know you know oh i feel like we should be like be like it's like tea time or something tea time welcome to tea time with Alyssa and danielle (laughs) influence community yeah you know what i mean okay we'll figure that out (laughs) and then have something catchy i love the catchy stuff okay so we just got back from Tulum. If you follow us on Instagram, you probably saw you know. all the fun stuff. But it we're here so to spill fun, the tea. Yeah. On what really it's went down in Tulum, ladies. So- <laughs> <laughs> Directed all at me. Um, we were there for my bachelorette. It was such a dream, first of all. I walked in and just started crying <laughs> because I was so blown away. It they was planned it so, so well. I was like shocked. I genuinely like did not expect that. It was so freaking sweet. Like so sweet. Um, everything was like decked out. Um, it's all on I saved it as a highlight if you want to yeah. look. But it was so cute. There's like a chef waiting for us making dinner. Ugh, so um, yum. That was and it was honestly so one of the best meals good. I feel like I've ever I know. had. Like it I was so good. Agree. It was so freaking good and just the house was so beautiful but yeah um it was I would say it was rough but honestly I rallied so well you really so you it wasn't really rough. did we like, were a little concerned there for a moment <laughs> I did not think I could rally that well at age 26 um but I did but you did it that's what um, matters yeah talking about specifically we went <laughs> okay there was at the day club I didn't like it was we had so much fun, but I was, like, the perfect level of drunk yeah. on the yacht. Um, I was taking the drinks for everyone because everyone was sick. Okay, everyone yeah, was the seasick. water was so rough. Mm-hmm. It was crazy because I think it was supposed to, like, rain that day, so there was a storm. So the waves, like, yeah. the boat was literally moving from side to side, and we were, like, kind of flying all over the place. So everyone yeah. was unwell. Like, I'm already unwell on a boat, but, like, add whatever that was and I was not okay like your sister was not okay pretty much everyone got sick Um, except for me yeah so like you Um, were like being like crazy (laughs) and we're all sick on the boat so no one was really drinking we're like barely eating and we're like what the heck and then plus like we were out there for four hours so like we're in the sun for four hours like not really drinking that much water like Mm -hmm. being in the seasick like the rough waters like it all really adds up rough waters and then we like moved into like more calm waters and then everyone started getting better. Yeah, and everything was okay by that point. But yeah, um, I do have to know also where we made a mistake was, okay, so we had to leave our Airbnb at like 8.30. So we didn't eat before going. And then when we get there, it's like ceviche and like chips and guac. Yeah. So it wasn't that much food. So that really screwed me over by the end of it. 
I was, you know, having a grand old time, like dancing, singing, screaming by myself. Um, <laughs> there are everyone TikToks was, like, of trying. It. I know. Wait, did you I post the so TikTok of the one with not, the guy, the chef? Not yet, oh my because God, I'm like, when is a good time to post Literally, this? my because, like, favorite this, video. If this flops, ever. like, I will cry. So that will oh. be coming this week. Maybe I'll post it like tomorrow. It doesn't night. even matter know. if it flops. Like it's gold. <laughs> it's literally so funny. I was just truly in my own world, dancing by myself, like filming myself. Literally, like, you guys, I don't like, know. We were I was all feeling myself. Growing up over the boat, except for Danielle. <laughs> like I'm except so confused. For me. And truly, that just showed me that I am not a girly that gets seasick. And truly, now I know. you are so lucky. Like, I know. I just don't get sick apparently, but. It really backfired because when we got in the car, it all hit me and um, I had to have the Uber driver pull over like three times in the middle of um, wherever we were in Mexico. Just like the the side of the the side of the highway, side of the street. Just imagine me like prancing around in my little two piece bikini with a bow on the back, like throwing up on the side of the street like everyone can see me. (laughs) I was so unwell. Oh, my God. We got back. I thought. Yeah, I was unwell, honestly, like to the point where I was like, like, do I have alcohol poisoning? So funny because like you're throwing up. We're literally all filming it. Mallory's making funny comments. The sprinkler is like watering oh, yeah. the grass, goes over you, and we're all just like, oh. And then it like stops at the car. It doesn't get the car. It goes back the other direction, and then it hits you again. And we're all like, Taylor, go hold her hair. Okay, Make sure good. she's okay. So your sister's like standing there in the sprinkler, like holding your hair. <laughs> it was like, honestly, that's that's what a bachelorette should be. It's yeah. fine. But yeah, it was, I was unwell at the end of it so the turn the tables turned then I for whatever I I don't even know how this happened but I just like snapped out of it for a second like while I was head down in the toilet and then I was like oh wait like I'm good now like let's go to dinner let's go in the pool like yeah I mean you definitely like threw up a lot you were kind of like threw all of it up hugged up like hugging the toilet you're kind of like drooling (laughs) a little bit like blowing bubbles you guys I know it was not okay like and then all of a sudden you're like yeah I just I need to get in the pool and everyone's like oh okay like let her get in the pool and then you were in the pool for like two hours yeah I'm just like playing mermaids with Mallory Dead, and then we went to dinner so like we literally really almost funny. canceled the dinner reservation because we're like we I'm don't know so we didn't if she can make stunning. it oh yeah literally best yeah. dinner of the entire trip so I'm glad we didn't as well but like there was one point where I was about to send a message and I was like okay Taylor go talk to Danielle see what the vibe is and then if she's like not down <laughs> we'll just cancel whatever it's fine yeah I rallied hard but I truly went hard that night also um all that day and then also at the day club I just have to honestly I need to like show this video in the Facebook group or something like I need to show you guys um this girl twerking on me oh my god it was more than twerking I don't know what you call (laughs) that um but that was it was it was something truly I wish I could describe it but it was pretty much like something that could be on OnlyFans is how I would put it yeah um, in the middle of this day club. This girl was really wild and out. She was honestly the life of the day club, like she life was. of the party. Um, 
so it was fun and I was ha- I was excited to see that because we went on the middle middle of the week. I think we went yeah. on a Tuesday in the middle of the day and it was like still <laughs> popping. So yeah, fun. I'm glad we picked that club because the other club next door was also an option. Yeah. But I don't know why we didn't pick that one and I'm glad we didn't cuz it was empty. Thank God. Yeah. And the one we were at was like so good. So yeah. yeah. It was it so was fun. I had myself a, a little drink. I got a pina colada <laughs> with love that. half a shot in it. So yum. <laughs> half a shot. I was like, like, Taylor, half. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, half. And he's like, uh, okay. Um, yeah. I love that you had that. that was yeah. Overall, yum. stunning, beautiful, stunning, gorgeous trip. So thankful. Oh, and yeah. Your yoga. I we'll remember it. Oh my god, yes. We did the most beautiful <laughs> yoga. Oh my gosh. That was so... <laughs> it was very spiritual, and I was just, like, in the middle of it. I was like, I know these girlies next to me at Alyssa and my sister oh, are, like, crying. what the heck is going on right now? Okay, you guys, we were, we were like, spiritual stomping our feet. We were flapping our arms. We were, like, breathing in and out to where you're supposed to, like, pass out or, like, feel high. <laughs> it's called breath work. Um, <laughs> but yes. Is that breath work that okay not That's all like of that intense. the breath the breath work is like that yeah <laughs> that <laughs> that was like intense i was like not okay it's and super then intense we did this like circuit thing that we did literally 10 times in a row and i was like oh, excuse me ma'am we can we be done <laughs> i was like waiting and we'd go into the next one she doesn't say, like, oh we like, like we okay. like hit the ground with our hands like yes eight times. oh and, and then we, we were would, clapping we and then we were like yeah. flapping our arms. We were chanting ha ha ha. Yeah, ha. I think that I think she said that means God or something. It's a specific type of yoga. I think it's called like ku, kuma something with a K. Like Kumalani sure Kumalani. Look it up. Like but Lani. I can try to look it up because I have the Oh Kundalini. Kundalini yes. Yoga. Yes. Guys, please look that up because that is what we did. It's, you know? like, all about energy. And honestly, that's, like, the best one that you guys could have done for me. So. My favorite was part was the end where we were just laying on the ground. <laughs> grounding ourselves. And she was, like, I know. And she was, like, coming by with. Um, yeah. I don't even know what she had. Some sort of. I don't know either. Of but then we got kind of yummy smell. food at Real Coconut, which was yeah. so good. It was gluten and dairy free the entire menu. And you would not even know like you wouldn't be able to tell it was that good yeah. so that was I literally yeah. I made acai bowls this today and yesterday because yeah. I missed it. no it's I so ordered good. acai bowls from the place next to our house <laughs> yeah. yeah I missed those but yeah oh, it was so good it was so fun and I feel like I'm we got so pretty fast. lucky too like we didn't have any um like travel issues our flight was slightly mm-hmm. delayed but that was only because and on the way back the incoming flight w- had to like go a different route because of like a storm I think or something so it wasn't crazy bad and then it was like a pretty good flight honestly and it didn't rain like it only rained a little bit when we were on the boat and it was so oh yeah little. literally for two seconds yeah, and it's, like, kind of the start of hurricane season, I think, for yeah that area. So I'm so glad that it didn't rain. Ugh. It was just perfect. perfect so perfect, unforgettable. Perfect, 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 perfect. So thankful. Yeah, 
So that was so good. And then just noting, ladies, if you are a world traveler like we are now at this point, um, global entry (laughs) is so worth it. So we like get back. We go to the airport. My global entry card came in. And so I was like, okay, let me know how long it takes you guys to get through. I'm going to go through. So I go through like do the little global entry thing and they just take a picture of your face you like go to the border patrol agent with the ipad and they like pass you through went got my bags like went to my car like went grabbed some food for the way home and started <laughs> driving and like you guys still hadn't gone through you guys <laughs> the border oh patrol God, glo- the, yes <laughs> my global entry card just came in so i missed it by the week but yeah Alyssa went through was literally like halfway home by the point we were leaving the airport it was insane yeah really insane and this is we flew into LAX by the way so yeah that customs line is just not okay if you can get global entry do it I think it's a hundred dollars it's five so years. worth it and your credit you card just, probably covers it I feel like a lot of credit cards have that as a perk where they like give you that hundred dollar credit back so yeah definitely look into just it can't have I think you just can't have anything on your record that's bad like I think that's it I truly don't know. Like, my interview was literally three seconds at the they have Salt everything. Lake one. They have everything on file. So, it's like they already So, they, like, background. already, like, oh. So, yeah. they already because ran, someone like, my in, background check and everything. Yes. Yes. Someone in front of me lied. And they were like, oh, really? Because in 2010, you got stopped by Border Patrol in Mexico on this day. Like, literally, the, this guy tried to lie. So, yeah. yeah. They have everything already on file. And they um, are prepared. <laughs> so... Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely get it's it. It's so can. worth it if you're traveling international a lot like we will be in the future. So so good. Oh, and yeah. we had our little lounge experience at the Cancun oh airport and it was so nice. The food was so good. It's all free and we didn't have to sit in the crowded gate. Like, oh my gosh, you yeah. guys. Definitely get an Amex, it is you guys. The life. That Amex Platinum card, that is the it moral of It has changed our travel thing. experience. It for really sure. has. Like, oh my God, it makes being at the airport, especially when you go early, just so much more yeah. enjoyable. Like, I could stay at those lounges for so long. Yeah. Just like chilling, free food. Like, I think we had lunch and dinner pretty much. <laughs> like, we got, I got second. Literally, there got was like coffee. wedge potatoes. I had like this grilled like seasoned chicken skewer with peppers there's like chicken noodle soup there were desserts you can get free wine alcohol anything water bottles like free water bottles they're playing like calm music oh they're playing like like, classical music almost yeah i feel like it was it was covers of popular songs and then you walk outside and it's immediately it's like screaming kids chaos there's like loud speakers everywhere oh my gosh it's so worth it it is so, so freaking worth it. Yeah. That's <laughs> how had, that's how it went. That. It was good. Yeah. I feel like it was perfect. So it was like the so perfect smooth. amount of time. It really was. Totally agree. So yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so, Yay. <yeah>. Jinx. <laughs> that's our little update um, since we last spoke with you guys last Monday. So I feel like now we can jump into our influences of the week. What's yours? Okay, so I feel like mine right now, whenever I, like, can't think of an influence, I literally look at my bedroom floor to see, like, what's on the floor and scattered what's around. On the floor? <laughs> what am I wearing and using and throwing on the floor? Yeah. And I feel like I've, like, had this recent, like, epiphany 
and I really want to like clean out my closet which I have been doing and like working on but really really purge things that I'm not going to wear because I have the hardest time letting go of things because I am one of those people that attaches a memory to an item (laughs) so if like that item has a memory I cannot get rid of it because I'm like oh my gosh I wore that dress on my first brand trip can't get rid of that that's a memory (laughs) and I just like attach that that stuff And so it's so hard for me to get rid of things and I know I need to work on that. So I'm really trying to like purge my closet, especially since I'm wearing like basically only neutrals now to like get rid of things that I'm just like not going to wear and to just like let it go instead of having that mindset of like, oh my gosh, what if I need it for this or that or whatever. So my influence this week is basically just high quality closet staples and basics and I feel like I've really been influenced by a few small brands lately that design their own clothing like not just like the random small boutiques that you know buy from wholesale but like actually these like small brands that design and produce their own clothing so the first brand is like one of my all-time favorite brands I've literally been working with them since they started it's called Riona I think is how you pronounce it Mm -hmm. it's R-E space O-N-A and like the quality of their stuff is so good they just launched a new collection and it's literally so stunning and then also local European so I think that was my influence for the like fourth of july episode that we did but yeah met the owner and everything and they just came out with a new collection too and their like basics are so good as well so i'm i feel like i'm just like loving these like high quality small brands right now and they're really just like influencing me to just like like i'm still hanging on to like some colorful pieces for some reason because i'm like what if i need it for that whatever but yeah i'm really trying to like be like okay well if it's hanging in your closet then your new stuff doesn't have space to hang so you have to like Mm -hmm. get rid of to add so that's kind of like where I'm at with influence of the week this week what about you I got my local European pants in and they're so cute yeah oh my god they're so cute they're long but every single pants that I own is long oh my god they're so cute though I'm so excited about them um Okay, so mine, I'm, like, super torn right now because I'm shopping for two different things. Super, like, way in advance just because I'm really, I say this every year, I'm not going to put off New York Fashion Week, like, shopping for New York Fashion Week. And it, I always do. Literally, I always do. Especially for, like, next month. I feel like it's going to be very chaotic with, like, all the wedding stuff. So I'm really trying to shop now. Also for my honeymoon, because I know that's going to like be put on the back burner once the wedding happens and then New York Fashion Week happens and then it's going to be like, oh, holy shit, it's here. So I have like two different aesthetics that I'm trying to shop for and it's very confusing. This isn't really an influence of the week, but I'm trying to like shop for both. And so I have like two different aesthetics in mind, like European summer vibes mixed with like kind of colorful street style vibes so that's been confusing but I'm trying to get ahead of it because I was trying to do this for the bachelorette and then I didn't and then nothing came in time um so yeah yeah that's kind of what I'm I've been doing lately I've been say I've been trying to like create a folder an album of like things that I see on the explore page and doing that so 
yeah is one like easier than the other for you or is it like yeah I feel like New York Fashion Week is always hard but like you know tropical like vacay vibes is so easy to find I feel like just because I don't know I feel like a lot of the smaller or the bigger brands I mean like sell so much like summer vacation stuff but New York Fashion Week I think is really tailored to like your personal style and you it's not like you don't want to be buying things that everyone has like I feel like you need to make it a little more I don't know I feel like it's always hard to shop for New York Fashion Week I think so, it's going to be interesting. To we definitely need to do our, like, New York Fashion Week episodes, kind of, like, refresh yeah. on those. So maybe in the coming weeks we'll do that. But I'm interested to see, like, what's going to be trending. Like, if people – like, I feel like last year was kind of, like, a lot more casual than normal. And I feel yeah. like casual – it's going to be, like, pretty casual again. Yeah. It's, like, casual, but you don't want to be wearing the same stuff as – I don't know. I feel yeah. like there's an art to it. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I feel like for me, I've definitely been, I I don't know why I'm like this, you guys, but I literally will buy something for an event that's eight months away, and then I, I wish l- I was like literally, that, I can't do that. I hang it up, and I just stare at it until it's, like, time to have its moment, and so then I have, like, all these things, like, ready to go. Oh, you, like, par- from Paris, Paris. Yeah, so, but, like, yeah, so things that, like, I bought in Paris, like, I'm gonna style for New York Fashion Week, or, like, some things I didn't get to wear in Paris, like, my bar dress, um, I'm gonna wear that for Fashion Week, so, yeah, so I don't know, like, all of a sudden, I, like, start collecting, like, a year in advance, and I'm like, oh, this is for my Paris trip next year. (laughs) I literally, like, I have this block in my head when it comes to doing that, like, I'm, like, oh, I'm going to like something different. Like, I'm going to like a different style next year. Or, like, I'm I'm not going to like this in, like, eight months. I'll find something better. But, like, I never do. Yeah. And I still have the same style. So I need to, like, stop doing that. I feel like I I have for the most part. Um, so, yeah. That's, that's me. But, Amazing. okay, we're 20. We're, like, more than 20 minutes in to this episode. So we should probably well, dive in. We're... Dive in. <laughs> We're going to be going over like some legal advice or giving you guys like our legal advice, which by the way, we are not lawyers. This is just from experience. Um, this is just, just our like advice personal on contracts. Opinion. Our personal opinion. So don't like take this. You can't sue us. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. You can't sue us because this is just our personal opinions. Consult your lawyer, lawyer if you would like, but this is what we've learned through experience in the industry on like contracts, things like that. Yeah, I feel like that's, like, a lot of things that people don't think about. Like, today, Andrew was golfing with his buddies, and he, like, mentioned to them, like, how much, like, ballpark of what I'm making, and they all were just, like, shocked, and, like, this one guy went to law school, is, like, super in-depth from, like, that, and then, like, he's, Mm -hmm. like, making, like, not that much more than me so it's just kind of like people are like oh like all you do is like take pictures like that's so like annoying or not fair whatever but like I feel like this is the part that people don't understand is like we are every part of our business especially like when it comes to contracts and legal things and especially if you don't know anyone who's a lawyer I feel like some people are so lucky they have like lawyers in their families or they have lawyers as friends and they can just send contracts to and be like hey does this look okay but obviously not everyone has that like I don't have that and so I feel like 
we've all been screwed over by a brand at one point and it's just kind of something mm-hmm. where you live and you learn and you just kind of like start to know what to look out for and I feel like it took us a minute to do that and there's not like really like concise info out there like it's all kind of scattered which is why we want to be transparent with you guys and like if you are starting out or if you're starting to do paid work just like what to look for in contracts and like what what's meant to like be negotiated and what to like Mm -hmm. just the key words to like control f you know what I mean? Because like we yeah. didn't know what so many of these words were at the beginning. So this is just to hopefully help you guys when it comes to running your business and just being business savvy and smart and know what to look for because contracts are definitely meant to be negotiated. I feel like we have that mindset where like a brand sends us a contract and we're like, oh my gosh, I have to sign it or I'm going to lose this opportunity forever. But like that's yeah. not the case. I feel like at this point, if you're signing something and like okay something on the first go like that's pretty rare I would say like if a if a brand like accepts your rate sends you the contract everything looks perfect like I would say that's a very very rare situation so yeah put that into perspective because I would say especially with management obviously that helps a lot with our situations right now because they are the ones looking over the contracts but like they will go back and forth at least like two to three times I would say on contracts and things like that so um just keep in mind they're meant to be negotiated Mm -hmm. I think the other side like the brand side I'm sure they're also really surprised if you're accepting it on the first go like they're like wow did they read this but um here we wanted to like kind of like talk about the things to look out for um so I think we will go more in depth yeah later on in the episode but here are like some words to look out for so revisions um I feel like I would never I wouldn't have ever thought to look for this you don't look for it until it happens to you and a brand wants you to like reshoot like four times and you're like no um yes this happened to me (laughs) recently and then they went under they filed for bankruptcy oh my god this is so annoying and now they don't have to pay me but they literally tried to have me reshoot three separate times and I was like literally what the hell yeah Um, so it's always good to see if they have how many revisions they're allowed to ask for one revision is good you get one because you're supposed to give me the detailed brief I'm gonna create content based off the brief and if you have any like Thing that needs to be like tweaked a little bit you want some verbiage changed a little bit you want mm-hmm. me to add a sale maybe that's happening sure but when they brands start to get so nitpicky and like oh can you change this can you change your out like I'm just like oh that yeah takes and so it's the time. worst it's the worst when they literally just say an IG reels or something and yes, then you you're do like that what oh <laughs> Or you're just assuming of what what you normally do. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, actually, like, we were thinking maybe do uh, three outfits and then, like, make it a trend. Like, what the heck? Like, that's so annoying if they don't – they should be clear from the get-go, but if not, they should be allowed, like, one revision, I would say. So either look for the revisions in a contract or if you want to add that in, you definitely can. Yeah, and I guess if it's not in there and the brand does ask for a revision, then you can be like, it's not in the contract. But I think it's just important to not be afraid to speak up when these things happen. 
in regards to it but yeah these are just kind of like little things where like you don't really like realize like you said until it happens to you and then you're like what the heck is going on yeah so um definitely another big one is usage rights which we will go into um exclusivity payment period which is like net 30 net 60 that's when the brand is going to pay you um i would say on average net 30 is the industry standard late payment fee and a kill fee which i guess we can just go into right now because right now (laughs) yeah it's we should go into this right now so kill fee what is it it's if a brand decides to cancel your collab mid mid campaign after you create content and it's not for a reason that's your fault it's just they want to cancel it they maybe they change their mind maybe they um sale like they're not doing the sale anymore whatever um a kill fee is what you would charge them in the case of this happening so charging 50% of the contracted fee people I think the industry is saying like that's normal but we say industry and it's like the majority of influencers <laughs> yeah so well, I feel like that's what happened to me was I did this campaign for Coachella and the quality was not there it was not really the but vibe. it was we tried not your fault and, but yeah it, it was, was the f- it was a phone it literally was not my fault so we like I like sent the content in whatever they obviously did not like it I did not like it I was like I we tried so many times in like three different locations on two different nights like Coachella is not that long like I tried so hard and like they were just like no so they ended up paying 50% of the fee or 50% of the rate that they were going to pay me so that honestly was like good I feel like so and then like yeah because she didn't have to post and yeah I didn't end up posting they didn't approve it like that's not what they wanted but I sent so much content so they it was very obvious that I was putting in the work and effort to try to make it work and it was just not working so I feel like that in my case it was 50% but you also did a collab that they killed the campaign essentially but you got paid the full rate yeah this was really freaking weird you guys like I don't know what this brand was doing but pretty much this brand um I did a full campaign so I sent in the content on time everything they asked for I think it was like a reels and a photo or something like that and um all of a sudden they're like oh the brand is actually canceling they're not approving any influencers to go live on this campaign anymore like we have to cancel this campaign at first they didn't want to pay a single dime and I think because this was happening to a lot of girls who was on this campaign and they just said, nope, never mind. Um, everyone fought back really hard. But at the time, I didn't think I was even going to get paid anything. So this is when a lot of girls were talking about kill fees and saying how important it is to put, in a, put into a contract. But um, spoiler alert, this brand just paid everyone in full, which was crazy because no one posted i'm still like so confused i'm so confused at that point wouldn't you just want everyone to post if you're paying them the full rate anyway exactly so we think it wasn't like specific legal went down or something i don't know i 
I feel like they have to have like a lawsuit or something on their hands because it just doesn't make sense. Like it was truly about the products. It wasn't like some sort of seasonal like thing. So I don't know what that was, but I feel like a lot of girls during this time because um, people were talking about kill fees because this was happening to a few girls. Um, This is when people are like, you always need to put this in your contracts, like whatever. Honestly, I want to put 100% (laughs) for my kill fee because it's like girl if i create the content for you and you cancel the campaign like that's not on me that's on and you. this is like your job like you're so, spending time exactly like, you're taking time from other things that you could be working on to create this content and then you're just not supposed to get paid like that's your livelihood so it like i don't know so yeah, weird exactly it's kind of up to you, like, what you want to put as the kill fee, whether it's, like, 50%, 100%. I feel like I would try to do 100%. If we're being honest, we don't really go out of our... Like, if you have a weird feeling, like, put the kill fee in the contract. Because that, like, you know, if it's, like, a, maybe a smaller brand or you're getting, like, sus vibes or yeah. if you want to be proactive, always do it. Um, totally. But, yeah, that's kind of the gist on kill fees maybe check if they have it in their contract already i don't think i've ever seen one though yeah and i feel like it doesn't happen that often like it's only happened to each of us one time in the entire time we've been doing this but it's definitely a weird experience so it's better to obviously be protected so make sure like you don't i wouldn't say you necessarily have to add it but like make sure you look for it just in case they have it and because like if they have it and like they're like oh like our kill fee is zero like if we decide to end the campaign like that's yeah. it like make sure it doesn't say something like that like make sure you're getting at least 50 percent yeah like the one that's happening it. right now I don't get anything because the brand filed for bankruptcy and are apparently fine now. Everything is up and running. They're selling. I just I'm so like in shock. That's Some what companies do is like they'll file bankruptcy, which like gets them out of all their debt that they're not responsible That's for. And then are saying someone else just buys them and then they continue yeah. like the operations like normal. So it's like that's what they're doing right now, yes. which is so frustrating. But I so feel in like that case that you're out of luck. A lot of relationships. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. Uh, 100%. So weird. But Yeah, but um, obviously brands want to protect themselves just like you need to protect yourself. So don't ever feel weird or bad or annoying negotiating certain terms, putting things in the contract. Like, I think it's very – it's, like, fully expected on both ends, obviously. It's there to protect both parties. So don't – And feel- I, what's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I feel like it shows the brand that you know what you're doing. Like that yeah, you've read like the contract. That you're, yeah, exactly. Like you're running like a business and you're not just like messing around and like signing whatever's like put in front of you like I think it shows that you're truly like you truly care about your business and what you're doing yeah and that you are educating yourself and it's just literally it's so so important to get everything in writing I don't know why it wouldn't be but it's just like make sure any changes or whatever you if something were to go down you have it in writing and like if it's in Mm -hmm. the dms screenshot it because like you can unsend dms one time a brand literally did that to me and i knew they were going to do that so i screenshotted it they unsent the messages and they're like i was like hey like you said that you would do this in exchange for me doing that and like they were like oh I don't see that and I sent them the that screenshot so and they're sus. like oh sorry like our bad like yeah we'll do that and I was like yeah that's really freaking weird so if I didn't <laughs> screenshot it there would have been no proof so definitely screenshot dms but just getting everything in writing in general is really good to have again to protect yourself just in case anything comes up which hopefully it doesn't but you never know yeah like if also if like you negotiated a higher rate make sure that they change it in the contract because like they can be sus and be like this was the contract that was signed like we have to go off this rate so just make sure and then like that one time that you like had a contract that was like through a third party that like the brand didn't even know was happening like because a pr company was using another pr company that the brand didn't even know about but like so crazy yeah so it's like yeah if your rate changes make sure it is put in the contract that is signed and and don't feel bad about that just be like hey like can are you able to like update the contract to reflect the correct rate like i just need to have this for my records like don't feel bad asking for that because like that's literally so normal so normal yeah, so don't make so a normal. don't let a brand make you feel bad like if they're making you feel bad about that that is very suspicious and red flags should be flying because that is just not okay so yeah okay exactly going into usage rights i feel like we used to talk about this a lot but we haven't talked about it in a minute which is why we yeah. kind of t- wanted to bring it back up but basically this is the part of the contract you want to look at that's going to say what the brand has rights to and what they don't have rights to essentially and I feel like a year ago or whatever like this was not a thing like people didn't really like focus on this or pay attention to it somehow and then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden it became like a big thing where like you like brands just don't have a right to like repost your content without you okaying it or it being in the contract which side note I literally have a call with my lawyer on Monday. <laughs> Wait, is it the original? Yes. Thing? It's like, it was kind of like on the this, one that's been ongoing. Yes. I still have this oh, ongoing okay. thing that hopefully once it closes, I can tell you guys and share the story. But it's just taking way longer than 
normal, yeah, it but really it is taking it does go along the lines with this and that brands just don't have free reign to just use your content whenever they want, especially if they don't credit you. So I think people have become very much aware of that ever since my case started brands related brands and that specific brand tags every single person in their email marketing now Mm. like every photo has an ad at it and that's literally because of what happened to me so um, I'm screaming yeah but so so like make sure you're looking this section is usually it's usage rights or it's content usage something with usage yeah something with content control f on literally so so important because you can charge for this and this is like where brands Mm -hmm. like make money like if they're going to use your photo on their website they're using your likeness and your work to essentially generate sales so if the brand can generate sales from your content then you should be getting paid for that because you're making money for the brand so there are different um like verbiage that people or that brands use Mm -hmm. so like if they say oh like organic usage that means just like reposting on socials which in my opinion is okay as long as they tag me then I'm like good with that um and then I would just make sure like they're required to tag you and then there's paid usage which means they're putting ad spend behind the content whether they're whitelisting and boosting it from your profile or posting the photo on their socials and promoting it with ad spend behind it and then there's like Mm. online usage which is like website newsletters email marketing all that and that's what you should definitely be charging extra for or like if it's gifting and they're giving you a contract make sure this is not in there because absolutely not we'll get down to gifting a little further but just wanted to know that the online stuff is where you need to be super careful. Yeah. So, um, I always like, even if they don't have it specifically stated in the contracts, cause every contract is different. I always just make sure to know, like in the email, I'll just say like noting that the brand has, the brand is able to organically, share repost Mm -hmm. or share the content on socials only no paid or online usage just if that's not in the contract but yeah because you could always say like if the brand is interested in Mm -hmm. website or paid usage I'd be happy to discuss my rates for that you know separately or whatever because that also gives you the opportunity to let the brand know you're open to that and that you have rates for that and that if that's something they want to pursue then they will but it's just being like transparent in communication that way there's no because I feel like this always happens where brands will be like hi what are your rates for you know these deliverables and you'll be like hi my rates for these deliverables is this and they'll be like great we're sending over contract now and then in the contract it's like perpetual usage (laughs) yeah on it okay that's another thing literally I I would say in most contracts like the majority of contracts it does say perpetual usage I think that's the default the default like yeah they see what they can get away with that in there yep yeah because they know what they're doing amazing for them because then they can use your content literally whenever they want when whenever like a new campaign comes up if they literally if they wanted to put it on a billboard they could because you signed away 
all rights to them. It literally is like, like how they describe perpetual usage in contracts is so like over the top. It's like worldwide, irrevocable, irrevocable. Yeah, like literally, it's just crazy. So just never ever grant perpetual usage. If they can go down to a year, that's even good. That's a long time, but still. I feel like ideally it, it would be like three months would be good. Yes. But yeah, like so they will they like send you the deliverables and then the contract and you're like, yes, and then you see that and like always point it out. Be like, hi, I noticed that in the usage section here and you can like screenshot the contract, send it to them, be like, you guys are asking for a perpetual rights. I don't grant perpetual rights as I do have to protect my image as it is Mm -hmm. my business i'm happy to share my rates for a three-month usage please let me know if you're interested in this or if we can kindly remove that from the contract like very Mm -hmm. normal thing to say very normal to ask and i feel like most of the time brands are like oh yeah no problem that's just like our default like you were saying like yeah we'll get rid of that like so yeah it's definitely tricky really yeah And if you think about it, if you feel nervous about saying this to a brand, like you think you're going to lose out on this contract, just think about how many girls that they're working with that have management and who are like, absolutely not. Like people are just outwardly saying no. Yeah. So if you say yes, that's going to be a win for them because most people are probably saying no. People with management, bigger girls, like, you know, all that type of stuff. So just don't feel bad about it. Yeah, exactly. Very, very important. And then another important part is the exclusivity, which means you can't be posting with other competitors, which obviously is totally understandable. You just want to make sure it's not outrageous because, you know, I feel like the partnership wouldn't be authentic if you're posting about one brand one day and then literally the next day you're posting about like their competitor. Like obviously they don't want that. You don't want that because that's not authentic, but you don't want the brand to really be overreaching. So usually they'll kind of send you like in the schedule a or the schedule b which is like an outline and you just want to make sure you check the duration of the exclusivity because that's important i feel like normally like i would say like 48 hours before and after is normal that is like very comfortable like yes okay if brands are asking for more than that if they're asking for like a week before and a week after that's two full weeks like that's a lot and if they're asking for a full month as well like that's a lot and you could be potentially missing out on an opportunity and that's called opportunity cost and that's when you can definitely charge for the exclusivity because you're they're basically telling you you have to pass up on an opportunity if it comes Mm -hmm. and so that's money that you're potentially potentially giving up so if they want it that badly then they need to pay you for it and I feel like brands when you bring it up again just like the usage rights like you're like hey I noticed the exclusivity was this long here are my rates for that or if you guys would be willing to change it to just 48 hours before and after I'd be happy to stick with my same rate normally brands are like great we'll do the 48 hours whatnot I feel like yeah that's standard yeah definitely I feel like this is also another, if they're really set on exclusivity, it's just another way that you can upcharge, increase your rate. I'm trying to remember, did we say like half your rate for exclusivity? I can't remember what we were saying. 
Yeah, honestly, I feel like it's whatever you're comfortable with was, asking, like how you, big are your balls. Yeah, there's but no. Some people, I feel like, definitely will be will full on charge like the full amount of the campaign because that's what they would be giving up. But yeah, yeah, I feel like it was like half of. Yeah, it's kind of up to your discretion, obviously. But yeah, again, I think like, there's no standard. People were rules. saying like half half the rate yeah and I remember like Uh, when I had my long-term contract I had exclusivity and literally could not post with any other competitor brands for yeah so it's intense (laughs) it is very very intense yeah so it's definitely a thing in the industry so it's just like again it's one of those things you want to be aware of you want to know like what's standard and what's not and then the other thing too that I don't think people think to ask about is after the, the term, which is the duration, so making sure it's not too long, and the category. And I feel like the category needs to be as specific mm-hmm. as possible, like not super broad. Like if the category is more broad, you can charge more for that exclusivity. Whereas if it's more specific, True. then it's not as crazy. So like, for example, if you're promoting a makeup brand and they are saying you cannot work with any other makeup brand for one week before and one week after, like that's crazy because... For most of the time, you're promoting one product. You're not promoting the entire exactly pro- like brand. You know what I mean? So that's makeup. But say like you're doing a mascara campaign for L'Oreal and they're like, okay, you can't work with any other brand for mascaras. That makes sense, obviously, because you're posting specifically mm-hmm. about mascara. Like not being able to post about a different brand's blush it just doesn't make sense because yeah. that's just taking opportunity and potential away for you. So definitely try to get them to be as specific as possible. And I feel like some brands are like pretty broad. Like I feel like L'Oreal would be like, you can't work with anybody else, but obviously they're a huge company so they can afford to yeah. pay your exclusivity rates. But it's just like being aware of that and just making sure they list out like who the competitors are like you need to know like who it is like if they just like say like they don't list it like I don't think that's fair yeah I've definitely had to ask for a list before I remember I did a campaign for like it was a tote bag like it was for bags and then they said exclusivity for accessories and I'm like excuse me yeah (laughs) like accessories and so I had them revise it yeah in the um in the contract also asked for like their competitors and it ended up not being like anyone I probably would ever work with so you kind of just have to yeah because once you see that list you could be like oh that's fine like I don't work with any of those brands anyway so yeah not a big deal but obviously if there is a brand on the list that you work with you can be transparent with them and be like hey I do have a prior relationship with this brand I promote this other product for them and it's not like in direct competition with the product that I'm promoting for you so you just want to like bring that to the table so that you're aware again I feel like communication is key with all of that stuff so and just really like talking things out with brands like they're happy if you have a question about the contract they're happy to answer it and one other thing on that part is just discussing timelines whether it's in the contract or not I feel like usually brands will talk about the timelines once you receive the product because sometimes shipping is like um 
what's the word unpredictable so once Mm -hmm. you get the item then that's like when you discuss your timelines and figuring out like what the turnaround time is because i don't know why but i feel like recently and in the past too recently recently though brands have been wanting the quickest turnaround time like oh hi like i see your package got delivered can you yeah can you send over content in two days and you're like uh no like so quick it's insane it makes me so and then they take like so stressed they take two weeks to like even get back yes, to you at all that's the thing <laughs> they take two weeks to approve it and you're like okay you're like hello what just happened yeah yeah definitely ask about turnaround times what's gonna be like what's gonna work for you like i feel like 72 hours is a very quick turnaround time. I feel like like one week used to be the standard and now it's like yes. very quick. And I'm like, uh, what are people doing who have full-time jobs and aren't a, like, able to just drop everything to shoot right now? Because that's essentially yeah. what they're asking everyone to do. Yeah. So And I think it's totally make fine sure you to do discuss that. Yeah. Just communicate and be like either hi, like I work nine to five like the quickest I can get this content to you is by this day like Mm -hmm. does this work for your timeline and most of the time I feel like brands are pretty flexible um if they like have a sale coming up they'll be like oh we just need it by this date so we can have you post it by this day which is totally fine like I get that but yeah the whole last minute thing is really kind of crazy and like what if you have plans or I I don't know Definitely Mm -hmm. make sure that's either in the contract or you discuss it and again, have it in writing to keep yourself protected just so there's no miscommunication or if reps change mid-campaign, like everything is like sorted out and in order so there's no like confusions or whatever. But yeah, timeline is another thing for sure. But I feel like most of the brands that we work with are very understanding and flexible and... Mm-hmm. get it yeah I feel like just communication is key mm-hmm. I feel like it's so important to just communicate everything ahead of time so there's no questions or um like they had a certain date in mind and you can't get it or post it on that date you just want to make sure it's as smooth as possible just so you increase your chances of working with that brand again yeah so just always make sure to over communicate if you can it's so important and I think it's so appreciated yeah agreed and then I think too I know this like all the contract stuff can be really intimidating and you might be afraid to speak up or ask questions but truly it's just something where you have to really know your worth, believe in yourself, and stand behind your rates because mm-hmm. I feel like if if the brand knows you're intimidated, they might take advantage of that. And so obviously know why you charge your rate. Like you know why you know what content you create, you know what sales you can drive, you know what your engagement is, like you know your business best. And so that's why you come up with your rate. And I feel like something that people don't really think about is that when you negotiate you can negotiate the deliverables to fit your rate so if a brand is like you know can we do these deliverables for this rate you could be like well my typical rate for these deliverables would be this but can we just cut maybe one or two deliverables to fit my rate you know and I'd be happy to make this work I think that shows brands that you're willing to be flexible and it shows them that you want to work with them. And I feel like 
when they feel like you you are being fair you're not trying to rip them off but obviously like you know why you're charging what then they're more open to doing that and I feel like that kind of happens a lot like obviously brands are just going to throw out there to see what they can get and then that's when the negotiation comes in and you can really narrow down like what the specific thing like that literally just happened to me and it was like okay like we want this for this rate and like my management was like okay but this is typically her rate for that so what if we do this instead and the brand was like okay that works for us so it's just like or you can try to bundle things together uh, and love a bundle make it yeah try to make it make sense with your typical rates in mind Mm -hmm. just painting that picture for the brand for like your worth standing behind your worth it's Mm -hmm. all standing behind your worth um and usually they're like they understand obviously like like you said they're just throwing out numbers and seeing what they can get for a low budget Mm -hmm. most of the time which is like smart on their part that's like just that's just what business is so that's what they're gonna do so again like we said earlier like you have to stand up for yourself and so you know, that's just, it comes with it, unfortunately, but I feel like you learn all these skills and running your business too. So I feel like we just had a couple extra notes about charging Mm -hmm. for extra revisions. I know we mentioned that, you know, giving the brand one revision is totally fine. If they want extra revisions or say they want more revisions that were in the contract, but they just want something tweaked a little more, you could be like, this is my rate for another change. And it could just like, think of it as like an hourly rate. I feel like, like how long is that going to, how long is that change going to take you? Is it going to take you an hour then I would maybe charge like a hundred bucks an hour and be like, this is my rate. You know, this is going to take me two hours and my rate for a revision is a hundred dollars an hour. So this will be an extra $200. Like, let me know if you want to proceed with this or if the original content is okay for posting. And I feel like brands will totally get that, especially if it's not in the contract as well. Yeah. So perfect. Um, and then I feel like we can jump into it gifting yes i feel like we get asked this a lot yeah like do you need a contract for gifting no 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 no. (laughs) because we say this because when we do gifting typically we do no strings attached which means Mm -hmm. no requirements yep you don't owe them like if if brands are gifting you something it's a gift that's on them it's a gift you when you gift someone something, you give them a gift for their birthday, you give them a birthday, mm-hmm. you know, you don't require anything from that. It is a gift. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like that's how to right now, exactly. A lot of the, I feel like a lot of brands are saying the whole like no strings attached thing. Yeah, so I noticed if you wanted too. to throw that out there, just, you know, yeah. would love to receive this from you guys share and with no strings attached like if I love it I'm totally gonna share with my audience but again no strings attached (laughs) yeah especially too if a brand does try to give you a contract for gifting mm -hmm. um you can just politely let them know exactly like 
thank you so much. I'm so excited. Like if I love this, I will share it. Mm-hmm. And just really like making it clear that you don't really sign contracts for gifting because you don't do any like required work for that. And most of the time I feel like brands will understand. And then obviously you can move the conversation into if they do want specific deliverables, you would be happy to share your rates for that. Um, but yeah, I feel like in general, like any gifting requests that I've been getting um, have been like no strings attached or like in understanding in that tone so i feel like we haven't really had major issues with that lately yeah i feel like i always like to put it on my stories if i do like it and we've said it before we try not to accept um like gifting that we don't even think that we would do that for Mm -hmm. but i know obviously when you're starting out it's so exciting i Mm -hmm. mean it still is so exciting to receive gifting and like free stuff from brands um, just because I feel like it always feels full circle. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's always a full circle moment. But yeah, just keep that in mind. Don't, you know, let brands make you have like these crazy requirements. You don't owe them any deliverables for gifting. Um, yeah. And we definitely have a episode, by the way, on gifting to paid. Mm-hmm. If you are looking for like more info on how to turn gifted collaborations into paid collaborations, because paid collaborations is where you should get those contracts in. So definitely listen to that if you haven't already. And I feel like too, with gifting, it is a good opportunity to potentially kick off the relationship. So it's like, obviously totally. if you do like something, then don't be afraid to post about it because then I feel like brands will see that. I feel like we've definitely got collaborations collaborations because we've Mm -hmm. been gifted something or purchased something ourselves and then posted about it because we liked it and then the brand reached out so there's always opportunities and I feel like you just have to have the mindset of how can I make this a positive experience instead of feeling like a brand is just out to get you and everything's negative like it's like how can I make this beneficial for both parties and how can you know both Mm -hmm. sides be happy and I feel like if you have that approach then you're opening yourself up to opportunity as opposed to like closing yourself off to the opportunities, which I feel like is important, is an important approach to have because definitely we talk about like not being rude to PR reps and all of that. And like, you know, maybe they just don't know, maybe they're new, whatever it is, like just kindly let them know like, Hey, I don't sign contracts for gifting because I only do it on a no strings attached basis. You know, if there are requirements, then unfortunately I'll have to politely decline at this time. But if that ever changes, like, please feel free to reach out. Let me know. Like there are so many ways to be nice about it. So yeah, I think that's our thoughts on gifting and contracts. And then I feel Mm -hmm. like on the flip side, maybe you're doing like a collaboration with a small business that maybe doesn't have a contract ready like definitely feel free to create your own contract if there are required deliverables like if they're like no it's fine like we don't need a contract like yes you definitely need a contract if there is money involved or requirements because again you have to protect yourself so I feel like you can just kind of copy a contract of one that like a brand has already sent you or you can just kind of draw up a pretty basic one and just put like the essential information on it things to protect you Mm -hmm. so just like the things that we talked about earlier just like usage for sure like exclusivity the payment period the kill fee the late payment fee um 
like just putting those things on a piece of paper and having both parties sign it and you know the amount that you're being paid and like what you will be delivering in exchange for that payment and then another thing Mm -hmm. too I don't know if this has ever happened to you but I think it happened to me once they said the payment amount and then that was it and then I did the collaboration and then they were like oh yeah it's in Australian dollars and I was like no, I definitely get paid in US dollars. And no, they're like what? they're like no, like it's going to be like this much less in US dollars because of the conversion rate. <laughs> and so now I definitely am like literally PTSD from always that. Check. So I'm always like when I put my the payment amount if I ever were to create a contract, I literally put the amount and then I'm like USD in all caps just to yes. make sure we're all on the same page especially if it is That's an international company. Like make sure yeah, USD. <laughs> because that has happened to me so yeah that's a good point for sure if you're working with international brands I feel like there's a lot of UK Australian brands out there um but also in regards to like the whole contract gifting that type of thing there are certain platforms if you work with platforms um that if you go through the platform, they have all of this already baked in. So like Grin, they pretty much want all your content in perpetuity. So just be aware of that. I feel like depending on what it is, we yeah. will go through with it just because it's usually like clothes and or like, you know, clothes for like big brands that like we know they're not going to actually use our content. So, in perpetuity. I don't yeah. know. Just like seasons yeah. come and go. Trends change. Like there's no exactly. way like if it's a trendy piece that they're going to repost to you in like five years. But if it's a more like if it's like a product that is like mm-hmm. never changing, it's been around for 20 years, like <laughs> period products um that exactly (laughs) that is something that can come back and haunt you yeah so So if you're on a platform make sure you're looking at their usage because it's not in like a contract format it's just going to be like a do you accept the terms and conditions so it's easy to miss so just be aware yeah definitely grin for sure does that so i know a lot of brands use it and they can change it because i feel like i've seen some brands where it doesn't can. have that I've at asked. all so yeah definitely feel free to ask them to either change it or take it out see what they say they might be like oh well this is just how we do it and then you have to decide mm-hmm. if it's worth moving forward with but i feel like most of the time it's pretty okay on the grin platform so yeah. far don't from be, what I've experienced but yeah hopefully this episode was helpful for you guys I know it was kind of a lot of information mm-hmm. and it's all like kind of nitty-gritty like not necessarily the fun stuff of the job but it definitely needs to be talked so about and yeah it's very mm-hmm. important and we just want to make sure that we can help with transparency in these situations when you guys are negotiating and you have contracts especially if it's like your first collab and it's your first contract and you just feel very lost or overwhelmed that hopefully these things can help encourage you to get the through it and know that you can ask questions and you can change things and you can negotiate things like you do have the power to do that and you don't have to feel like the brand can just bully you through it and if it's not a good fit then you can totally walk away without signing the contract like 
no hard feelings. It's totally fine. But just knowing your worth, your value, and just how to protect yourself with contracts and using contracts essentially for your benefit as well, not just the brands, if that makes sense. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. kind of hope this helped. Kind of a lot. Um, Yeah. Yeah, kind of a lot of stuff. But on a lighter note, um, we're going to talk about our trips again because Italy is officially confirmed, ladies. We're so excited. So excited. Yeah, so, so excited. We do still have spots left. So if you are interested, definitely sign up. And then I'm still looking for all my France ladies. Where you at? Let's go. We got to go to Paris Paris in June and go to Champagne and drink Champagne and, you know, all the fun stuff. It's going to be such a good time. All the content. You're interested in going to Paris with us in June, the first week of June. Um, The link is in the description box to -hmm. go with us. It's going to be so much fun. Watch our Paris highlight. We have two because it was so so many. Um, Yeah, truly just like the best time, the best content. Oh, it was such a dream so yeah still spots available and for both trips like both trips link. definitely still yeah. have spots so mm-hmm. we want you guys all to come join us and travel and have just like the best experience we have a lot of the girls who went on our last trip they re-signed up for trips this next year too so, so that's how much excited. fun they had and we love yeah. them. So we're already so excited for that. But yes, if you guys have any questions, feel free to DM either of us and we can answer them. Or you can also DM the Influence Community um, Instagram page as well. And then we do need to post the trips in the Facebook group. So we will also put the information True. there. So yes, it was so much fun. We're going back. We're doing it again. And we would love for you guys to join us. We already have an amazing group growing. So yeah, that's that on that. Yes. And then I feel like, oh, our listener of the week this week, do you want to share who it is? It is Miss Shyla May. <laughs> At Shyla May, you guys know her. She's been on the podcast before. She's an active the influence community listener. Um, and we just went to Tulum with her. She's our BFF. We love her. And we're her. going to New Shout York Fashion Shyla. Week with her. Yes. So, yeah, she's. She's a we should have one. her back on the pod. We she should. can talk about wellness, about her company, being a Biz founder owner. of her, yeah, of her loungewear company. And it's stunning, by the way. It's Shop Shyla May. But so, yeah. hey, Shyla. Hi, Shyla. <laughs> Go follow her if you are not already. We love She's her so much, if you couldn't tell. So, yes. So yeah, that's all we have for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it, learned something, um, and that's it. That Talk is to you guys next it. week. See you next week. Talk to you later. We love you guys, especially if you made it all the way to the end. And yeah, yeah, we hope you guys have an absolutely amazing week. And yeah. <laughs> Talk okay. Talk to you next week. Bye guys. Bye guys. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye.